And as you're being seated, if you have the church app, go ahead and press the Bible there, and it'll turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and we're going to look at all 18 verses of that this morning. We're going to read the first six, and then we'll come back and pick up some of those other ones. But uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and uh, beginning in verse 1. Over the uh, months of January and February, we've been on this theme about back to basics, basic training for Christians. And so we've been kind of taking a uh, military viewpoint of the Christian life and being a Christian soldier. And today is the last in that series of eight messages that have related to uh, back to basics, basic training for Christians. And I want to go ahead and make uh, mention about the series that I'm going to start uh, next week that I'm very excited about. It's called Areas of Patchy Fog. And sometimes in our life, we can get uh, kind of some patchy fog in our way of thinking and the way that we uh, kind of view life. And so we're going to look at that uh, beginning next week. But uh, this morning, as we're kind of coming to the final end, there have been a, a time or two in some messages I've made some reference to Marines. And uh, I want to use the Marines in this final message this morning, uh, talking about the crucible. Now, not the crucifixion, but the crucible. And uh, how many of you are familiar with the crucible? Raise your hand. Several people are. Now, there's couple of different things that the crucible relates to. Before the Marines had that terminology, the crucible, the crucible goes back long time before the Marines to a hardened device that was used or vessel that was hardened in such a way that it could withstand extreme heat to the point that they would put metals into this vessel and they could heat it to extreme heat points that the metal would melt down, but the crucible, this vessel, would withstand the heat as that metal melted down. So the crucible represented something that could withstand the hottest heat of life and yet still maintain its integrity while all that around it was melted down. Now the, the Marines picked up this uh, terminology of the crucible to represent their final phase of their basic training. They've been through the training through all these weeks and now they're at the final phase and they called it the crucible. And this crucible was a 54-hour period of time. During that 54-hour period of time, they were going to be kind of put to the test to kind of put into action everything that they've learned. They were, their physical stamina would be tested. Their skills that they had learned would be tested. But also their values, their morals that they had learned about all that being a Marine represents would be put to the test during this crucible. A 54-hour period of time that not only would they have to relate to everything that they've learned and the skills and the physical strength that they had developed, but also the reality of how important it is to have teamwork. The, uh, there's a kind of a saying that no one goes through the crucible alone. Meaning that not only do they go through, matter of fact, they're broken up into, I think, uh, different squads as they go through the different phases of the crucible. But uh, it's kind of a team-building effort because they could not survive if it wasn't for their other Marines or their teammates that they were partnered with as they go through this. So it's a very grueling experience. 54 hours, they had just a minimal rationing of food. They only got small segments of sleep time during that period of time. Matter of fact, during that 54 hours, they only get about, uh, I think it's about eight hours of sleep and maybe four hours at the most during that time. 
And in the final phase of the crucible, at the end, towards the end of this 54-hour period of time, they would have a nine-mile hike that would take them to the final stage to where, after all this training, they would finally be presented with the emblem that they have coveted to have, and that is the globe, the eagle, and the anchor, which represents the Marines. And for the first time during their whole training, their drill sergeant would shake their hand, present them with this globe and uh, anchor and uh, eagle symbol, and for the very first time, call them a Marine. And over the years, it's been said how that these tough guys who have gone through all this, when they're called a Marine, many of them will break down into tears because they know that they didn't give up. They didn't quit. They made it through all of the trial and the training, and they finally were called a Marine. We're going to kind of take that concept of what the Apostle Paul teaches us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 about the grueling experiences that we sometimes have in life, but it's all part of what makes us what we are as Christians if we never give up, if we never quit. I want us to look at these first six verses in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The Apostle Paul says this, I'm reading it out of the New King James. He says, therefore, since we have this ministry, and the ministry that the Apostle Paul is talking about is that as Christians, we have the ministry of carrying on the gospel and the gift of salvation that each one of us have received as Christians. And so the Apostle Paul says, since this, we have this ministry to carry on what Jesus started, to carry on presenting the gift of salvation to others, To carry on this lifestyle of being a Christian and living like Christ. He said, therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, as we have received this gift of salvation, we do not lose heart. And part of the going through this experience of the crucible for the Marines is to make sure that none of them in the heat of battle, in the stressful moments of the most rigorous situations, they would not lose heart. They would not quit. They would not give up. And so the Apostle Paul said, since we have this ministry of carrying on the gospel of Christ, living out the Christian life, and since we have received this gift of salvation, then we likewise should not lose heart, should never give up. Verse 2 says, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, Not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And so the Apostle Paul is saying, we've done it all on the up and up. We've gone to our core values, just like those Marines have to go back to in their uh, experience of the crucible. They have to do everything that they've been taught the way that they've been taught. And so the Apostle Paul is saying, we handle the gospel of Christ, we candle the word of God with the most integrity. The way that we received it, the way that we have been taught, and we present that to everyone. Now in verse 3 he says, but even if our gospel is veiled or hidden, it is veiled to those who are perishing, meaning if we don't get the gospel out to other folks, then they are going to perish without Christ in their life. Verse 4 says, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. 
And then verse 6 says, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Basically, that verse 6 is kind of a culmination that the Apostle Paul is saying that the light of Jesus Christ has shined in the darkness of this world, in the sin of this world, and it has shined in our hearts, and that light is to shine out of us so that it touches other people so that they can see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ when they look into our face. Now, I said that the crucible was all about really putting these Marines to the final stage of just testing their skills, their physical strength, the values that they have been taught to see if they would not quit, if they would make it through that 54-hour period of time, if they would do everything the right way, and they would come out presented as Marines for the first time. They didn't quit. They didn't give up. And you know, as Christians... The Christian life sometimes puts us to a test, doesn't it? The world, this darkness that we live in, sometimes hammers at us from every direction. And it's kind of like, in the Christian life, kind of like a Christian crucible that we kind of go through to see if we are really willing to stand up for the gospel of Christ and do this ministry that God has given us to do. So the first thing that I see from these scriptures that I think that God would have us to learn, just like the Marines are to never give up, is this. Never give up even when you feel discouraged. Never give up on the Christian life. Never give up on God. Never give up on the principles that you've been taught as a Christian, even when you are at a moment that you are feeling discouraged. You see, in that uh, verse that I read in verse 1, when it talks about uh, do not lose heart, the original Greek writing would mean do not get discouraged. Or actually in a way of do not let discourage overcome you. It's really what kind of what it's truly expressing. And there are times that when we're kind of going through difficult times in our life, some fiery trials, some tests of life, that we can get discouraged. It can kind of start to set in and we kind of question things about, does God care about us? And uh, begin to question about the things that we have tried to do in our Christian life and whether what we have done is truly worth the effort that we've given. And so when discouragement sets in, that's when our commitment shows. For those Marines that are going through the crucible, that's kind of really the first phase that they kind of begin to feel a little bit of discouragement of what they're going through and how difficult it is. But yet as they continue to go on, it shows their commitment. They're committed to become a Marine. They're not going to quit. They're not going to give up. They're going to follow through with it. And that's true of the Christian life, that when discouragement begins to set in, when we kind of feel a sense of losing heart, that's when our commitment begins to show. That's when our commitment sets in. And when that commitment begins to show, just like the Apostle Paul talks about that he did not handle the Word of God deceitfully, but he went everything to the truth of God's Word. When you and I are experiencing some difficult times, some discouraging times in our Christian life, then that commitment kicks in to where are we going to stand on God's Word and when are we going to really live by the morals that we learn from God's Word. That we, just like the Apostle Paul, are not going to treat God's word deceitfully or handle it, misuse it. 
but we're going to stand on God's Word and what it truly says. We had a great lesson this morning in our college and career life in the Word class, and we were digging in about the truth about God's Word and about Antichrist and how that you got to know God's Word and stand on God's Word to keep you from being discouraged and keep you from being deceived and to live out the Christian life. And we had a, a great time not only doing that, but we learned a little bit about each other because one of the uh, people in the uh, college and career class brought up about a little game you play about two truths and a lie. So we went around the room, each person telling two truths about themselves and a lie. Some of them were pretty good at lying. <laughs> they about had me fooled. I was a little bit concerned about how good they were at lying. <laughs> But we got to stand upon the morals and the truth when that discouragement sets in. And so I say, never give up, even when you feel discouraged. That's what the Apostle Paul was trying to get on. Stand upon God's word. Stand on the truth. Stand on the morals. When those Marines are going through that difficult time of the crucible, then one of the things that those instructors are looking for is that they will stand on the morals and the values that they've been taught to be a Marine for the United States of America, when you're in the heat of the battle. So we ask the question today, and that is, Pastor, you said never give up even when we feel discouraged, so why should we not give up? Well, the Apostle Paul, in those first six verses, talked about the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ shining. Why should we not give up when we're feeling discouraged? That's because someone needs to see and hear the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ from you and I. I'll never forget, uh, you know, we go through different things that we experience in life, and sometimes it's to us physically, sometimes it's to someone around us. And uh, one thing that has always stayed in my mind over the years is a statement that another Christian made to me is when uh, Christy was uh, little and uh, we were at some friend's house and her and the kids had gone out a little bit ahead of when we were actually leaving and had jumped on the trampoline and as we were about to leave we heard them scream and then the next thing we know is we're opening the door, Christy's coming in and she looks like she's had a pint of blood poured over her head and what had happened was her and another girl were jumping and the other girl came down on Christy's head with her tooth and it broke off in Christy's head and hit a vessel there and blood was just coming out of it. And so we dug around in there and found the tooth. And after the little girl said, Mama, my tooth's gone. I dug around in there and I said, here's your tooth. Gave it back to her. I don't think it did her any good, though. But I'll never forget after all that was done and after we sorted through that and went to the hospital and got some stitches and so forth, I'll never forget what my, one of my friends said to me. He looked at me and he said, Whew. You would have thought he was the one that went through it and it wasn't even his daughter. But uh, he, he just kind of went, Whew. I don't know how you went through all that and stayed so calm. He said, I was a nervous wreck. But when we go through things in our life, people are watching us. And they need to see the light of Jesus Christ shining through us. Whether it's a daughter getting a tooth stuck down into her head. Or whether it's going through a difficult time in your life that you're discouraged. Never give up because someone needs to see and hear the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ through your life. The Apostle Paul teaches us never to give up when we feel discouraged, but he takes it to another level in verse 7. You see, he says, don't lose heart. So that's kind of like, don't get discouraged. Don't let difficult times get you down. Hang in there. Remember who you are. For the Marines, remember you're a Marine. You represent the United States of America. We represent Jesus Christ. We're a Christian. But the Apostle Paul goes to a more difficult state. And I want you to go down to verse 7 with me, if you would. Because he goes from 
discouragement in life. That's one thing. But then he takes it to a different level of when you feel defeated in life. And he's basically saying, never give up even when you're feeling defeated. Now he's gone from discouragement to feeling defeat. Here's what he says. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. This is in verse 7. That the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. So he's saying, we're just earthly vessels, but we're carrying on the gospel of Christ. And sometimes things get difficult, and that's when the power of God has to work in us. Verse 8, he said, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. He said, life kind of crashes in on you, but when you're truly a child of God, it won't crush you. He said, we are perplexed, but not in despair. The expression of we are perplexed means we get through some confusing times and uncertainty about how we're going to deal with some things in life. It might be some family situations, it might be financial situations, but we go through some perplexing. It's hard to really come up with an answer. But he said we're not in despair, which means, but we're not overwhelmed to the point that we just don't know what to do. He goes on to say in verse 9, we're persecuted, but not forsaken. Meaning we go through some things that it seems to be kind of hammering at us just because we're Christians. But we know we're not alone. He goes on to say, we're struck down but not destroyed. Sometimes life just kind of pops you right in the nose and knocks you off your feet. But he said, we're not destroyed. We might get knocked off of our feet. Life may hit us pretty hard, but it's not going to kill us. It's not going to destroy us. We may feel that way sometimes, but it won't. Wise preacher once said that, remember that when you're going through some good times in life, and everything really seems to be good, it's probably not as good as you think it is. And then when life just really seems to have you hammered down and it just really seems like life is hard and it's too hard to handle, it's probably not as hard as you think it is. It's going to get better. So even when life seems good, it's probably not quite as good as you think it is. And when life seems hard, it's probably not quite as hard as you think it is. My dad has taught me several things in life. And this one thing that my dad has taught me over the last few years, he said these words from his mouth, and this kind of will tell you the character of my dad. He was talking about some pains and things he was having. He looked at me and he said, you know what? You can handle more pain than you think you can. Now, that's a blessing, isn't it? (laughs) But he was basically saying, even when life is hard, you can handle it. You can handle more than you think you can handle. So in verse 10, he says, Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested, which means it's, it's made known, it's evident, In our mortal flesh, so then death is working in us, but life in you. So the Apostle Paul says, sometimes we go through these difficult times, but God is working in us even when we feel like it's just killing us. God's doing something in our life that is for somebody's good. In verse 13, he said, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe, therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also, here's a good word, will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. 
For all things are for your sakes, that the grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. And so Paul in these verses 7 through verse 15 is saying, man, sometimes life hammers at us and it just feels like we're being defeated. We feel like we're being destroyed. But he says in the end, God is going to raise us up. He's working through us and it's all going to end with thanksgiving and praise and glory to God. The Apostle Paul, that kind of reminds us, never give up even when you are feeling like you're defeated in life. Now, when the Marines go through this crucible, there's probably many points that they're thinking, I can't go another mile. I can't handle another situation. I just feel like this is defeating me. But it's when those sense of defeat begins to set in, that's when your courage shows up especially for the Marines. They push on. They, they build up that courage to continue to press on through this crucible that they're going through. It's the same way that you and I have got to do in our Christian life, and that is we've got to muster up the courage. You know, in God's Word, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, there's a central message. Be of good cheer. Be courageous. It's meaning that no matter what hits you in your life, you've got to pull up that courage to just keep pressing on. It's that courage that helps us face those struggles. So, whenever you're going through a time in your life that it just seems like everything is collapsing in on you, and you feel like that life is defeating you, the Apostle Paul's reminding us pull in and know that God's going to lift you up, He's going to pull you through the midst of this. So, why should we not give up? Because it's in the midst of those times that God is manifesting Jesus Christ through us to become more like him. You know, we can never become, the Apostle Paul made a statement one time. He said, I want to know the power of Christ. But he also said, I want to know the suffering of Christ so I can know the resurrection of Christ. He basically, the Apostle Paul knew that if you want to know the power of Christ, you got to know the suffering as well. If you and I are going to become more like Christ, we sometimes have to go through the suffering, through the difficult times, but never give up. A Marine would never hear, remember, they never hear them being called a Marine till they finish the crucible. It's only at the end that they're called a Marine for the first time. You and I can never know what it is to truly be a Christian till we've gone through the fires in life. The last few verses in verses 16 through 18, the Apostle Paul says this. Therefore, do not lose heart. He started out, don't lose heart. He ends with don't lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. So he's almost taken us from being discouraged, and sometimes we experience that, to feeling defeated, to at the last few verses, sometimes you may just feel like you're dying. And I'm sure that if there's some Marines in here, and I know there are, that have been through the crucible, there probably was at a point you thought, whew, I can't handle this anymore. I'm about to die. And that's kind of where the Apostle Paul, the inward man is being renewed, although the outward man, and really these last verses are letting us know that when life gets the toughest, that's when God is making us the strongest. He's working on the inside. The outside may be kind of weak and weary and feeling like it's getting defeated and destroyed, but inside he's working in us, renewing us, and making us stronger from the inside. And the Bible tells us this, For our light affliction, 
which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, which reminds us that, you know, the things that we see in life can always seem like they're the most difficult times, but God's always got something that we have not seen that's something better for us. And he said, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. God's always got something better for us. And so what is the Apostle Paul trying to get across to us in this scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 4? He's trying to get across to us when you feel discouraged, when you feel defeated, when you just feel like maybe you're dying inside. Never give up. Never give up. Because if we give up, somebody's going to miss out on hearing the gospel. Somebody's going to miss out on seeing the witness of how we live our life. And we personally are going to miss out on truly knowing what it is to be like Christ. You know, when those Marines, I told you that when they get through the end of the crucible and they get that eagle globe and anchor and they hear the words from that drill sergeant who says, Marine. And as I said, it's been said over the years that many times when they hear that word Marine, they just break down because they have finally achieved what they have gone through all the torment and the trials to be, and that is to be a Marine. And you know, the Bible tells us that as we go through this life, sometimes we have difficult times, but there's a day that we're all looking for as Christians, and that is when the Lord Jesus Christ says, well done, and he puts a crown on our heads. Never give up because it's worth it. I want to ask you to bow your heads as they come to get a song ready this morning. I don't know what every person's going through, but I know that the basic training of a Christian needs to be that no matter what you experience in life, whether it's discouragement or feeling like you're being defeated or even being at the point you just feel like you're dying inside, never give up because the end is always worth it. God is always working in us something for our good, something for someone else's good. And just like the Marines want to hear that final statement you're a Marine. Every Christian should have the desire that they would live their life out through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And remember, when, when things seem good in life, they're probably not quite as good as you think they are. And when things seem bad in life, they're probably not quite as bad as they could be. So just hang in there. Never give up because God's going to see you through. Lord, we, we know that in our life, as Christians, your word, word is very clear that everything doesn't go smoothly. And sometimes we have to go through suffering. The Apostle Paul that talked about the suffering that he went through. In Corinthians, he also talked about how that those things that he's gone through, those trials, that God was using all those things for somebody else's good, for somebody else's benefit. And Lord, there are times that we go through challenging times in our life because Someone at some point later on is going to need to hear our witness to say, hang in there. You can make it. This too will pass. There's something better on the other side. And that person that needs to hear that may need to be a person that doesn't have Christ in their life. And they may just ask, how? How do, how do you make it through? And then you have the opportunity to just let the light of Christ shine out of you and to share the gospel with them 
And that they can find out that the only way that you can make it through the most challenging times in life is to have the Lord on your side. And always remember, never give up. Because when those challenging times come, just like for the Marines, it shows your commitment, your courage, and the conversion that you've gone through. You see, when those Marines finally get to that final stage, they have been converted from a citizen, a civilian, to Marine. They've been converted. And it's when we go through the trials in life and we make it through that, that we say we've been converted. I'm committed. I'm courageous, and I'm converted to be a child of God. Lord, I just pray that for anybody that may be going through a difficult time in their life right now, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will be with them to give them some courage, some strength, some renewed spirit inside of them to never give up. Because, Lord, if we never give up, your word teaches us you've always got something better on the other side. Something that at some point we can look back and say, God was with me the whole time and I made it through. And Lord, at some point in our life, we'll probably see that what we've been through was so you could use us to help somebody else, either to come to know you as their Savior or to be able to make it through the trial that they're going through. So Lord, may we just remember in this final stage Just like that Marine had to say, I'm not going to quit. I'll never give up. I'm making it till I'm a Marine. May we have that same heart and passion in our lives that we're never going to give up. We're never going to quit because we know God is going to be with us. Our teammates, our brothers and sisters in Christ, just like a Marine never makes it through the crucible alone. We need to be reminded that we don't make it through life's trials alone either. We need our brothers and sisters in Christ to be there for us and be there with us and to help us through, to hold our hand, to lift us up, to give us strength, to pray for us. The Marines count on each other to make it through that crucible. And we as the body of Christ have got to be there for each other. So if you know of somebody that's going through a difficult time, maybe God's wanting to speak to you this morning to just step into their life, be a teammate, be an encourager, help them make it through the time that they're going through. Lord, we just trust everything in your hands this morning. We pray that you would be glorified in our lives. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.